Hey friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Kay Taylor, and I'm so glad you joined us today. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. We were unable to link up some schedules and time for this episode with those testimonials I was telling you guys about in our series Healing Now or Healing Later, but I'm not giving up on those and I don't want you to either. This week, we're going to be moving on to a new series called At the Table. I've brought my husband on with me, Ben, uh, to talk about the importance of getting around the table and what are some biblical examples of people gathering around the table. So let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. All right, so I brought Ben on to talk with us, and we're starting our new series, At the Table. So, Ben, tell everyone hello. Hello, Ben. Uh, and so the importance of getting around the table struck me when you were listening to a podcast by uh, the Robertsons, and they were talking about the importance of being around the table. And that really seemed to stick with you because you came and talked to me about it after you had been listening to the episode. I don't know if you remember that Oh, or not. yes, yes. I think it was uh, the Unashamed podcast. Yes, Unashamed. Yeah, yeah Unashamed, I couldn't think of the yeah, name. Yeah, with uh, Jason, Phil Robertson. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, there is significance to a table. I mean, we always go to a dinner table. You know, there's always, and if it's not a dinner table, people play games on tables. They fellowship around a table. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you hold your communion elements on a table at the table. Would it surprise you? And I heard a uh, sermon about this from cross point church, but that the average time to have a meal is between 15 and 30 minutes. This is from a survey I found from August of this year, 15 to 30 minutes for a meal. You know, honestly, and raising two boys and now, you know, we have the girl Abby, yeah. and, you know, just busy lifestyle. I mean, I've been working now for, you know, over 20 years with the military and you've been a nurse for, what nine years yeah, is it nine, nine years now yeah, so almost 10. you know it 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 kind of surprises me that it's actually that long yeah you know because i i i know that there's times when you and i are eating uh just today earlier we we stood at the, the, counter. the countertop yeah. and ate in the in the kitchen partially mm -hmm. because the dogs will aggravate us but um, you know, also it's just out of convenience for getting ready to go to a leaders meeting at church. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, it, that seems like, um, not a lot of time, but you know, I, when I think about my, uh, childhood growing up, you know, Sunday afternoon lunch, we would sit at the table for, you know, a couple hours, like listen to the, to, to the adults talk. And, you know, as kids were like, why aren't we having to sit here, yeah. you know, but, I wonder if that's just a Southern thing or is that? Oh yeah. Everywhere. Sunday afternoon dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, of course your holidays are, are different. You know, like we, we sat at our uh, dining room table last year for Christmas. And of course we put the coloring, the wrapping paper on the coloring table. Wrapping yeah, that was wrapping cool. paper. That was a cool idea. I think we should do that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, I think for occasions you're, you're always going to have more time at the table, but and if you're playing games, you know, you, you and, uh, Max and McKenzie and Abby, you guys all played rummy. Yeah. We like playing card games like four hours straight one time, Yeah, you know, and that, that was, you know, so I guess you guys can say that y'all broke the norm on that. Yeah. I think there's an art to it now because we are so busy. Like you think about the people that play a lot of sports or they're involved like we are with church mm. or. You know, it seems like you have to be more intentional with getting to the table 
I think another survey I read from the same time frame, I think it was August of this year, said that families average about three meals a week around the table. That sounds about right for us, though. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, because of how, you know, again, how how much we will just kind of eat here at the house and get out the door, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, we will sit. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, mainly on the weekends when we can kind of slow down, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll generally have some meals around the table and stuff. And, you know, that's good. You know, a, a thought I just had is, is how much time do we spend at a table away from our homes? Mm-hmm. You like know. people traveling or? No, I'm talking about just like going out to eat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you sit there, you wait for somebody else to serve you food and wait for them to, now in today's world, that can take a while, oh, you yeah. know. Um, but, you know, not just that, but you go to someone else's house and sit around the table for a while. Yeah. Mark chapter 2, verse 13 says, Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples. And my study Bible in this for this passage puts quotation marks around sinners, mm, which was okay. interesting to me. I'm not sure why, but it just was interesting Like who are Like, can you define that a little bit more? I think you know, it said something, which, yeah, like... They were robbers or... Okay, so they were probably people that were swindlers and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. I got you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's probably the cheats, the sneaks, and the guys that make the shortcuts and, you know, or probably run around their wives or whatever, Something. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I could see that. But, you know, it, that's a wonderful thing about Mark. He know, if you want to get right to the point and you want to get punched in the face with the gospel... Mark. You know, go read Mark. He's oh, going to get right to the point. But he does so. give good details, and I've shared before. Oh, I love yeah. I, 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 that's my favorite details. of the Gospels yeah. is Mark. What I found interesting, though, in my study Bible, was talking about that Matthew worked for one of the Herods, uh, and he could have been working a toll booth at that time for a major mm. road. Okay. And so think of how often Jesus traveled, that there was probably some kind of loose association or uh, acquaintance, if you will, of Jesus traveling with his disciples. So he would have seen Jesus, I believe, at some point prior to this day. Yeah, I mean, there had to have been, well, I mean, he had to have seen him. And I, I kind of feel like there was a significance in, I don't know. I mean, I know that the chosen is not the gospel itself. It's right. based upon it. But, you know, I think there may have been some interactions where Matthew had seen who he was and, probably heard some talk about who Jesus was and he right. did witness, you know, some of the, he did witness one of the miracles in the show, you know, with the, you know, he was there, yeah. you know, on the chore and like, wow. Oh yeah. yeah. When he called happened, uh, you know? Peter and yeah. Peter yeah. and him to catch all the fish. Right. So whether or not that really happened, but that was yeah, really, was really neat in the show. Yeah. Um, but it also, the Bible study or study Bible that I have also said that eating with a person was a sign of friendship. So this would have been a big deal for Matthew to have called all the tax collectors and quote sinners. Yes. With Jesus and his disciples, it would have been a huge thing. Yes, I agree. Um, I think that back then it, you know, we here in America, we have more food than we can shake a stick at. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We, do, we have, that's a Southern phrase, a, I think. you know, 
yeah, <laughs> for the guy listening in Dubai. Yeah. Um, you know, welcome to the show, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, yes, I mean, who you ate with was a big deal because you're sharing something that's probably pretty hard to come across. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think. It's it's a different, you know, commerce. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't have supermarkets on every corner like we do. And in, in the South, we had Dollar Generals everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and you could just go up there and get a can of Vienna sausages and or whatever you want to eat. Loaf on. of bread. You know, it's something. And you can make a meal pretty easily. It took a lot more to probably cook a meal. So to take time to spend with the least of the group was probably, you know, a big deal. And Luke, again... In Luke 5, he, he talks about this also. And, and the one detail I just want to point out, I'll list the reference in the show note for everybody else to go read, and we won't have to, because a lot of the story is the same. But this detail really stuck out to me. When Jesus tells him, follow me, verse 28 says, and Levi got up and left everything and followed him. Mm. So not just get up, let me gather my stuff and think. He left everything. It was a life-changing moment. Yeah. And then yeah. he invited all these friends Mm-hmm. And so I might add this to my list of things I want to ask the Lord about when we get to heaven one day is, so how many of Matthew's friends were there? Yeah. <laughs> how many have accepted and followed you also? Like, I just want to know. I think that's a, a really cool detail that the Lord doesn't give us in his word, but might be a really think, cool thing to see mm. when we get to heaven. What's the significance for us then based off of Matthew's story? you think, to get to the table? Well, you know, we use here in America, we like to have Thanksgiving. We have, you know, we bring people around our table for, you know, events mm-hmm. and things like that. But one of the football things. Football games. Yeah, football games. And, uh, oh, you know, we're UFC fight fans. They're UFC yeah, fans. UFC, and, UFC fans, yeah. You know, and we've brought people to our home for that. And we fed them and, and uh, we've opened that up. But I think that for us as believers, uh, we've opened our home to anyone as well. When we bought this home, we prayed about it yeah. and God gave us his home. We believe and and it is true. He did. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have had friends over here and we have brought them to the table and we have fellowshiped over the table. You've held your uh, small group, small group yeah. here several times. We're now going to do a Thanksgiving meal over at the house with friends this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that we're not loving on our families or anything, but we just kind of want to fellowship with friends. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Yeah. And I think that that is the significance for bringing them, bringing them together for one and Thanksgiving for just giving thanks. And uh, really just, I believe we're going to make it more of a fellowshipping moment where we can actually, celebrate you know our friendships and you know bring godliness into that yeah you know i think one thing you said about the unashamed thing was that that's when purposeful conversations happen Mm -hmm. and you can get into some hard conversations and people tend to be more vulnerable when there's food on the table oh yeah Yeah. um, and share what's going on instead of just a hey how's it going and go on about your business like you actually have well, I got some bad news this week or my job's going away or so-and-so's in the hospital. You know, like those kind of conversations seem to come out more freely around the table. Yeah. You know, I don't know if God designed it that way with food to bring up like 
emotions or not, but you know, it kind of does, it, yeah. it does bring up memories and people, I, you know, maybe it's just the act of settling down, you know, like, Hey, you know what? I'm sitting down and it's, it just seems like a good time. Everybody's relaxed. They're, they're about to eat. And, you know, I think that may be the significance in it, but you know, I mean, the last supper is another example of a meal around a table, mm -hmm. you know, and it, we might get into that later. Yeah. Okay. So I better just, no, you can, no, 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 but, go ahead. You know, I mean, Jesus chose, he didn't just say, Hey, let me, let me grab a basket and we'll grab a picnic. And no, he, he brought around a table and it was around a meal. Yeah. It was part of the meal. It yeah. is the most significant part of that meal, but it was a part of that meal. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's important to, to celebrate, you know, the change, uh, the change in Matthew to follow Jesus mm -hmm. and then his heart to bring around his friends or people like him who were outcasts to get around Jesus. Cause when Matthew got around Jesus, he was changed. And so now he wants his friends to come around and be changed as well. Like the significance of that. Absolutely. Um, you know, whenever it, it's, it's almost like if, if you figure out a way to, to save a lot of money, you share it with your friends. Well, you, you know, with our faith, we figured out a way to live a better quality of life and you would want your friends to, to know these things. And that's why we witness to others. So you could actually use a table, uh, coming to the table as a, as a witnessing tool as well, you know, and I kind of felt like that's what, you know, Matthew was doing is he was using it as a witness tool, a time of fellowship, but also to say, look what I have discovered. Yeah. You know, this is the answer to yeah. everything. And, um, he wanted these guys who he knew was in a bad place, just like he was that he was like-minded with for years. And he wanted them to probably see it and maybe make a change themselves. Yeah. So. I think it's a great way to just the way that, a reminder that to love God and love others and live a life, mm. not about me. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and that it has encouraged you to be like Matthew and invite some people to your table or to a table. Invite them to celebrate with you how God has changed your life. Or just invite them to the table to get to know them. It doesn't have to be a fancy laid out spread or even a table with matching chairs. But something beautiful happens when we're invited or invite people to the table. If you like today's episode, like it, comment on it, share it. You guys know what to do. You can find us on Instagram or you can shoot us an email to notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com because we would love to hear what God is doing in your life. The scripture used today in the show will be listed in the show notes for you to go back and read over. Uh, but tune in next time as we continue on in our series of At the Table, right here on the Not About Me podcast.